everyone and welcome back to Tea Talks with Tam. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental illness. More specifically, the stigma associated with mental illness, how you can rewrite the narrative for your own life, and then some ways that you can practice self-care in your daily routine. Because let's be honest, doing a face mask doesn't always equate to self-care and really giving your time the space that you need in order to recenter and find yourself. So, let's get right into it. Mental health is defined as being a person's condition in regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. And so there are many different forms of mental health. We can think of it as being a huge umbrella that houses many different types, such as anxiety, depression, compulsive disorders. There's just a list that goes on and on and on. Currently, a lot of people feel that mental health is a bad thing or that to have depression or anxiety makes you different or an oddball. This podcast is here to reshift that narrative and let you know that everyone at one point in their life will go through mental health. Approximately one in five adults in the U.S. or 43.8 million experience mental illness any time in a given year. So, Never feel like you're all alone or you're the only one because again, it's one out of five. It's a very common thing. There are a lot of theories that say that mental health kind of came from social media and just all the pressures that society puts on a person. Be that as it may, it's also something that my generation and younger specifically are just more open to talking about. Um, I feel like older generations kind of felt like anxiety or depression didn't really impact them. They were just having a bad day and they could get over it or they were just in a low moment and they could get through it. However, again, each individual is different. I know from my own personal experience that I've dealt with mental health problems. For example, anxiety, I get test anxiety. Sometimes I just get anxious when I have a lot to do and my schedule's overloaded. And that can really take a toll on just my well-being as far as my mental state and my physical state. I can get become very sleepy. I become very nauseous sometimes. I forget to eat or I eat too much, um, which is yikes. Okay, let's be honest. It can be a bit scary. But the point is that when you're willing to talk about it and really just confront it head on, You'll have more space to work through your mental health and kind of figure out why and where it's coming from and then recreate it and rework it to where it's not a bad thing, but it's just something that's a part of you as a person. So let's get right into the stigma of mental health. So again, in the past, mental health was seen as those who are different or you know if you have depression or anxiety that makes you crazy or psycho or like you need to go to a psychotic ward but i'm here to tell you that is not the case mental health is really common and just because you have it doesn't mean you're different it just means it's a part of your identity and your framework as a being it makes you human it makes you who you are as a person Currently, I feel like we always think of our mental health or our problems as being a liability to who we are. You know, they bring us down, they make us sad, they make us depressed, or they make us do things that we often wouldn't do normally. 
But I think it's time that we start thinking about our mental health and just those things that make us different as an asset. Because if you can learn the tips to to manage your mental health, that can make you that much different than your neighbor. You'll be able to learn how to work your emotional IQ, your mental being, and then you'll become more of a holistic person, which is a really cool thing to achieve. So when thinking about your mental health and how you can rewrite that stigma for you, I think one of the first steps is just acknowledging it. Don't run from it. It's not hide and seek. It's always going to be there. It's just something that you need to address. Addressing mental health can often be one of the most challenging parts. Um, Letting your family in to your situation or letting your friends know about your experience. That can be very hard, especially when you feel like you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. I know personally, I grew up in a very large family and I was just always known as like the strong sibling or the strong friend or I've done leadership roles, so I've been the leader. And just with those labels often comes an underlying pressure of being perfect or you're too good, you can't do this, people can't see you be weak. That's a sign of weakness. And so when I was able to let people in and just let them know, hey, I'm human, I'm flawed, this is a part of me as a person, I need help and I need your support, it really helped me a lot. Um, It helped me learn how to say no because I knew that I had people in my corner backing me and supporting my decisions, which is a really great feeling when you know that you have a support system. So again, the first thing I would say is to just acknowledge that you have a mental illness and don't think of it as a liability, but instead think of it as an asset. The second thing would be again, which goes with like acknowledging your mental health is just calling people in. So step one is kind of a big step. You acknowledge it, you think of it as an asset, you call people in, you tell your family, you're just very open with yourself and your state and where you are and who you are. Step two, I would say, is to build that support. So this is tricky because I know that I am very blessed and privileged to have a loving and supporting family and friends, but I do recognize that not everyone is as lucky or blessed as me, and they don't have similar support systems to help them through some of their situations or their mental illness, and they can often feel isolated. Isolation is a huge side effect or impact of dealing with your mental illness, especially when you haven't called people into your circle or to your experiences. And so if you can't find a supportive circle, I would suggest that you reach out to people, a teacher, a friend, a coworker, a grandparent, um, a significant other, And if all else fails, there are hotlines out there. If it ever gets too bad, there is the National Suicide Hotline that is 24-7 and you can call and they will be there to be a supporting listening ear and kind of walk you through ways to kind of remove you from that state and bring you back to where you need to go. Number three is to practice self-care and give yourself space and time. So really, learning how to say no. 
don't cram your schedule too much to where you become very anxious or overwhelmed but also don't be too idled to where you give yourself so much space to just think and those negative thoughts can kind of over jam your being and your mind so you kind of have to find the perfect balance of like this is a good space for me i'm not doing too much but i'm not doing too little and once you find that really grab a hold of that and really give yourself that space to just be a person and then the last step i would say is practicing self-care and so when it comes to like mental health there's different things that we can do as an individual you kind of just have to figure out what you like as a person um one of the key things that i found doing research is just practicing mindfulness in meditation and so mindfulness is just the state of thinking of one thing rather that's thinking of ocean waves or just thinking of your breathing breathing in and breathing out but not letting any outside noises or anything impact you and just simply being in that moment and meditating in that space um, once you see is that practicing mindfulness and meditation will really help your mind recenter and come back together so again, when you think about self-care, it's going to depend on the individual. Personally, I love just laying in the dark sometimes, watching Hulu. But again, it's just whatever you need to do to give yourself space. Do not just put on a face mask and think that you're going to solve the world because you're not. Again, it's all about giving yourself that space and that time to just de-stress and do absolutely nothing. And so, yes, you can wear a face mask, but remember that it also requires you to give yourself space to recenter and come together. Thank you guys so much for joining me on our first episode about mental health. I hope I was able to answer some questions and give you a little bit of relief when it comes to mental health and the stigma and provide you with some tools that you can practice in your daily routine. Thanks for listening and join us on our next episode. Again, this is Tea Talks with Tam and I am signing out. Mm-hmm.